to Two Profs in a Pod. I'm Tanisha. I'm Beth. And we are faculty members from Glendale Community College in Arizona. Welcome to our podcast. We are so excited to have you here. We're so excited for you to join us for what we're kind of calling Campus Conversations. This is a segment where we actually take the time to get connected with our fellow faculty members that unfortunately we're not able to see since we're not um, on campus. Uh, But one of the things that Beth and I miss is being on campus and actually running into our colleagues and just having some little conversations of kind of what's been going on with them and some of the things that they've been up to. Uh, The guest that we have for today is Sean O'Brien, which we're really excited to have. And I'm going to hand it off to Beth so that she can introduce our guest. Yes. Hello, everybody. And hello, Sean. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Sean has uh, been a librarian for a little bit over seven years at GCC. He is from Illinois. Um, He says he's always been interested in library systems and tech. He attended Dominican University, and we're super excited to talk to Sean today, Um, not just because we miss seeing him on campus, but also because he has some, uh, a really cool project to share with us that Tanisha and I actually got to have a sneak peek at because he asked if he could experiment uh, and, and practice with two profs in a pod. So Tanisha's got the first question for Sean, and I'm excited to hear uh, his response. All right. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. So first question, could you tell us about the e-portfolio that you created? Yeah. Well, really, it's kind of a a place where students, faculty, and the colleges can really share both the kind of scholarly and uh, creative works of, of both with the college community and kind of with the world at large. Um, so right now we're trialing this system at GCC, Mesa, Scottsdale, and Phoenix with the hopes that everything's to work out for everybody and it's adopted on more of a, like a permanent basis. And essentially with this system, people are able to create like an e-portfolio of all you know the fantastic works and projects they've been doing throughout their time at college that they can kind of then share with friends, family, uh, fellow students, and even like potential employers in the community. Um, and there's kind of also a variety of interactive type elements that kind of really make this fun as well and hopefully can build kind of more of a community of scholars amongst the different disciplines on campus. Um, and also kind of like when someone kind of adds an e-portfolio and they add all these different works and projects they've been doing during their time in college, um, it, it, these in turn can be searched like library. So I often call it like a library and e-portfolio system because it's kind of a combination between like an e-portfolio system and kind of what what's kind of known as like an e-repository system that kind of houses different academic publications at the college. So it really is kind of the best of both worlds. Um, and speaking of kind of the more e-repository elements, kind of the system also allows you know um, folks the ability to kind of create specific collections of content Uh, so for instance like the biology department asked us to like upload you know some of the different poster sessions they've done throughout the years Um, as you know both kind of the GCC archives and the archives at Paradise Valley are adding different collections to the system Um, we have others like guitar concerts veteran heritage products the two profs in a pod podcast which has kind of got a lot of the episodes kind of listed there Uh, and really kind of the the plan is going to have a place that houses kind of all the kind of scholarly creative works of the colleges, giving people the ability to kind of really search and kind of interact with those and the people that have created them to kind of really kind of showcase that, you know, all the, all the best and brightest stuff that's happening at the colleges and also give it, um, individuals a chance to kind of really 
you know, showcase all themselves and all their great academic works and accomplishments. And this can, of course, be students um, looking to maybe uh, um, share an e-portfolio with an employer or something like that to maybe get them their foot in the door. And there's a lot of research that talks about how important e-portfolios are, for instance, for mm -hmm. students, you know, maybe to both kind of not only maybe used for their job searching, but also to kind of um, make them reflect back upon their learning to help them when they're in that interview chair to kind of really tell like maybe a potential employer, you know, what they did during their time at college. And there's also some options where even faculty can add, you know, maybe some of their great, you know, publications and accomplishments in there too. So we can kind of highlight, you know, all the great work being done by our faculty as well. So it's really kind of a, a lot of different things. Uh, um, and I think it really helps to kind of really highlight all the great work being done at the colleges and all the great individuals doing that work. Yeah, I, I think it's great. Yeah. And I just read um, a statistic that I think it was 80% of employers felt like a port, an e-portfolio of sorts would help them see if the candidates really did have the skills needed for the job that they were applying for. So it's definitely something that employers wish they could look at. Yeah, and, and in my own personal experience, I, I, I kind of, I guess I did my kind of bachelor's degree and I did my master's degree. And my bachelor's degree, like, it was a little bit much earlier. So they were in e-portfolios. People would kind of probably look at you not even understanding what, you know, what that term was. Uh, um, and, but like when I went out of, uh, out of my bachelor's degree though, I, I knew I kind of struggled to maybe find a job and really communicate, you know, what I was, what I, all the amazing works and stuff I did while, you know, um, pursuing my bachelor's degree. And I was, you know, doing a lot of really interesting stuff, interviewing and like surveying all these people because I had more of a sociology major. Um, but I couldn't really necessarily communicate that as well. But then actually one of the um, inspirations behind this is in my, um, when I went to get my master's in library and information science, one of the requirements of the program was that everyone had to create an e-portfolio when they were finished with the program. And so this was something that would always be like a link on the bottom of my resume. Um, and like people, and, my, and I've had employers tell me that they would read through some of the different essays and projects that I did during my time at school. And, uh, and also by the time, and, and I, I could tell just the way when I would think in interviews, like I could like point out to this and that, or kind of like reference them back to kind of this e-portfolio if, if there was a certain project that they wanted more information on and, and things like that too. So I found it really helpful in my own um, job search and, and kind of um, both getting my foot in the door and also communicating um, some of the things I've been doing. So I definitely see, see that, that, that point highlighted in kind of my own, my own life, I suppose. So when you uh, imagine that maybe we'll have some instructors from GCC or maybe one of the other colleges that you mentioned listening to this podcast, could you give them an idea of how they can alert their students to it, maybe somehow work it into their class? Like, what do you, what advice would you give them for kind of working it in and starting to, you know, have students really use this tool that's available to them? Yeah, it's a good question. And there's a, there's a variety of kind of, I think, avenues in which you can really um, use kind of an e-portfolio system such as this one. Um, just some basic information. So everybody um, on, you know, all the campuses are able to actually um, just sign up for an account 
really easy. It's kind of basically attached to your, your student email, your faculty email, and we just click on the login button at the upper right of the um, ePortfolio page, which is um, at libports.com, so L-I-B-P-O-R-T-S.com. Um, um, slash Maricopa if you want to go directly to the Maricopa uh, uh, um, um, part of that. Um, but yeah, so you can do it in a variety of ways for sure. Um, so just thinking about ePortfolios, uh, kind of three or four of the different ways that, you know, you could possibly use it in a class. So you can use it maybe just within maybe a specific course or class. So maybe you do an ePortfolio of all the different works a student is completing during the duration of the course. Um, and this has some advantages where the students can really reflect on what they're learning and kind of really build a body of work inside a specific class. Um, another option would be to kind of use it maybe as, as a whole, maybe at a more of a program level. So um, as, and that's similar to what I did, you know, was when I was pursuing my master's degree, they had me, I did like more of a, a program level one where I would highlight all the different kind of works within kind of, you know, each of the different classes that I found was really valuable to really kind of showcase all the stuff I've learned during, you know, the pursuit of my master's degree and, and things like that. Um, so I think that's also a really valuable thing um, to kind of, you know, highlight all the different things you learned. Um, additionally, um, within this, the ePortfolio the, the e system, there's the ability to kind of add, a, add kind of different badges and, and uh, medals and things like that. So you can also kind of maybe even add more programmatic kind of um, medals as far as like this student is proficient in, um, I don't know, Python programming or, or whatever it is that, you know, uh, um, you, you, your program might feel is kind of really valuable. And so that's one other option you can do it is more of a program level to kind of like really assess what students are doing and also to kind of highlight um, the work of students in a particular program. And then kind of finally, um, one of the things I think we want to really also think about as far as a college is ways in which we can kind of help students not only within the classroom, but kind of that next step beyond. So how do we help students uh, um, to kind of really um, communicate and kind of highlight all the great work they did during their, their, their college experience to kind of maybe, again, um, help them to help themselves communicate, you know, all the valuable um, skills they learned and all the amazing things that they've done. And so I think you can also use kind of these e-portfolios to help students kind of really build kind of more of a, um, an e-portfolio for employers that can really kind of help them take those those next steps. Yeah, so there's a, a variety of different options as far as that. Um, additionally, if uh, um, you had like maybe a collection as far as like uh, um, that you just wanted a highlight of all the different student art projects or maybe uh, a poster fair or something like that, it can also kind of just use that to just maybe highlight student works to give them kind of a, a nice little shout out too, as far as those, those more collection type works. So. Yeah, so lots of different options. Yeah, some great options like the, the specific course level, the program level. And one key thing that you mentioned was assessment. And um, I'm sure our assessment people out there would be really excited to hear about how you could potentially use portfolios for assessment as far as really looking at and evaluating your students' work, um, whether that's an essay or artwork or research, I think is a really exciting thing to think about that you have the students can showcase their work in, in different ways, I think is a, is a great tool for 
for uh, faculty and then also for students because it gives them another way to kind of showcase the work. So it doesn't just like get lost in the shuffle of, of the work that you submitted. You actually have something that actually has a home and a place where you can actually go back and see what you accomplished, not only for yourself to say, yeah, I did that, but also it can also help you in the workplace as well because of the fact that I think it's, it's, it's really helpful because the employers can see the work that you've done. So for example, if they're looking for someone who has great written skills, then you can show that. So it's one thing to say it in an interview and say, yeah, I got writing skills, but can you really showcase that? And I think that's a great thing for the portfolio for students after the fact, because they have the opportunity to say, yes, I have these skills. Here is, an, here is the evidence or the example that I have that showcases that. So I think it's just, it's just great. Yeah, I, I think if there were, a, you know, a handful of candidates applying for a position and one of them had an e-portfolio that demonstrated all of the skills, you know, that, that would probably edge them out over another candidate, very possibly. I mean, or not. Let's hope the stuff in the portfolio is really well chosen <laughs> and really good, right? Right. Um, but it does show other things like initiative and uh, just that they might be a little bit more mature and understanding that the things they're doing are valuable and might help them later, um, that they have pride in their work. I mean, I think beyond just what is housed in the portfolio, the whole concept of it demonstrate, and, and when a student uses it, it demonstrates even more skills, um, you know, that are maybe more soft skills, right? More skills about their understanding um, and maturity kind of thing. Yeah. And I totally agree. And I think um, some of it too is it also, I think it helps um, students kind of, learn skills to help them market themselves as, you know, maybe valuable candidates for employment or, or, um, you know, just accomplished scholars in their own right. And, you know, I've also tried to make the, the system itself, you know, pretty robust in terms of what you can share, whether it be like essays or presentations or videos. So maybe you might be, it might, you know, hopefully like appeal to all sorts of different students. I mean, for instance, Maybe if you're working in a mechanic program, you might show a video of how to fix maybe, you know, different parts of a car, or maybe if you're doing something in, in speech or communications, maybe you record yourself, you know, giving a, a video presentation, or maybe if you're uh, um, uh, maybe a more of a research, you might do more research essays or poster sessions, things like that. So um, the goal is definitely to kind of have a lot of, lot of breadth with the system so they can kind of really um, highlight, you know, works of all sorts of different students and uh you know i'm trying to re really yeah, get that if, going if as our well, so. audience miss this at all let's be very clear here sean built this portfolio system himself yeah that's how smart he is yeah and that's how lucky gcc is to have him yes <laughs> this wasn't i mean there's e-portfolio systems you know you can purchase i'm sure right yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a couple out there, and, and you know some some do have some really good you know stuff to offer as far as those e-portfolios. Um, the, the system that I tried to build with this one is kind of really customized, I think, to kind of more of the kind of Maricopa experience. Has you know integrates you know different things as far as guided pathways, organizations, and and, and stuff like that. And I think you know, I think whether you use my system or another e-portfolio system, I think. 
I think it is a valuable tool for students because it, it really adds a lot to not only I think their educational experience, but also kind of their ability to kind of market themselves to employers and to, you know, others beyond uh, um, their graduation date and kind of really focusing on student success, not only in the classroom, but also kind of beyond in their next steps uh, um, into kind of, you know, yeah. a broader world for sure. Yeah, I have to say, Sean, this is, this is really cool and this is really neat. And uh, I think it's so awesome. Uh, so the, the next question I have for you is what inspired you to put this together? Well, that's a, it's an interesting question. It's kind of a bit of a long story, I guess, almost. I actually, like, the original kind of thought behind this was actually started a bit in library school. I was actually taking some uh, some classes on organization and classification and, and interesting, you know, more kind of like theoretical stuff when it comes to libraries. And I had a, a professor, a Dr. Ko, who was kind of a really, uh, uh, really good and kind of challenging professor. And she actually had us like asked us some questions of how would you kind of organize all the information in the world and stuff like that. And then like, and how would you get maybe uh, um, users to maybe generate like organizational metadata and stuff like that. And it got me thinking about like, oh, that's kind of some interesting questions. And, and perhaps maybe, you know, what would a, like an online user generated library look like? And so that's kind of one of the first kind of ideas and then I think when I was, you know, I mentioned before, you know, I was going in my graduate program and I had to create this e-portfolio myself for my own kind of work and things like that. And I found the value of that and kind of both uh, um, kind of also kind of sharing some of my works with the world and also kind of showcasing all the things I've done. And I was actually kind of excited because when I was doing this e-portfolio, I would actually find my own works on Google Scholar being cited by, you know, different people and stuff like that. So it was kind of exciting to see stuff like that. Um, and kind of like you mentioned before, it's kind of sad that I think all of our students and all, are we're doing all this great work. And then what ends up happening with these works is they get kind of put into a file drawer and kind of forgotten um, as opposed to maybe shared with the broader world. And so kind of all these things, I think were kind of different inspirations for that. And then the idea of creating like an organizational system around all the work um, being offered by the different colleges and kind of maybe I think I did see, I began to see the value of creating kind of like that e-portfolio, e-repository system on a college uh, um, level, college maybe district level, where it could really kind of highlight all the great work being done and also all the great um, students and faculty at the colleges. And so I started working on it. Um, and, you know, I would share, show, showed it to a number of people. They got really excited, gave me some additional ideas. And then I, I think they kind of just uh, snowballed from there, I suppose. Great. That's really I, cool. That's really I, cool that it goes that far back. Yeah, and I, I feel like I have so many more questions for you, but we're kind of running out of time today. Um, mainly because, remember, we just ran into each other across campus and stopped to talk for a few minutes. So I'm going to have to save these questions <laughs> for the next time we run into each other and, and follow up with you. Yeah, so definitely. you might know that at the end of our episodes, Tanisha and I always talk about what's you know, something that's on our radar. And we like to ask our guests what's on their radar. So what's on your radar for something coming up, Sean? Um, there's a lot of things I think kind of on my radar, um, outside of kind of, uh, um, 
kind of the my college work i'm always kind of i actually am a pretty f big fan of like you know different like sci-fi short stories and things like that so i read like tons of different like sci-fi short story magazines and podcasts and luckily this year we're doing this uh, um gcc reads which we do every year and so one of the things we're doing this year though is we decided um, partially logistically because it was hard that we used to give free books out every GCC reads and the students would read the book and we chat about it through the course of the semester but this time because it was logistically hard to get all the students a free book and things like that we decided we're going to do kind of different short stories um, to discuss and so we partnered with the short story circle on campus and we're all going to be doing these kind of you know uh, GCC reads we're talking about short stories and I actually finally got to share some of the you know you know, a couple of my favorites, you know, uh, 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 in this uh, um, particular like GCC reads thing. So I'm really excited about that. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think we're going to start our discussions on the 21st and we're going to have some information about that uh, to share with the campus. But that's kind of one thing that I'm really looking forward to. And that's always a good time to really just talk about stories and books and things like that. Uh, so that's one thing. Um, just been, yeah, I'm just trying to stay uh safe and sane during this uh, <laughs> yeah. uh pandemic time has been a uh, um a project enough i think too on some level so i've been going for a lot of different kind of walks and hikes and stuff Good. so it's been nice i love how you're sneaking in your sci-fi stories to the gcc reads that's awesome yeah it's yeah. Yeah, you know you gotta sometimes you know sneak oh, in yeah. like a, a passion here or there I love it. You can. <laughs> okay Tanisha, do you want to talk about what's on your radar? You want to throw something in? Um, yes. Yeah, so my radar is um, something that's been around for a while, but I'm barely getting into is um, our book bloggers. So um, these are people who do videos usually on YouTube and they do reviews on books. It's super nerdy. It's something I, I would definitely be into. Um, so um, I'm kind of really building my little my little repertoire of little book bloggers that I like. So um, listeners know that I love reading. Books are kind of my jam. So um, that's kind of something that I, I kind of started digging into just a little bit. It's a little bit of book blogging on top of my reading. So that's it. That's what's on my radar. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. I like a yeah. lot of the book bloggers. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's a really cool little, little culture, little subculture that I really like. Um, my, the only thing on my radar right now that I want to talk about is, um, that new show on HBO that I've been watching. So basically every week it's on my radar. It's Lovecraft Country and it's an awesome show on HBO. And I don't know, there've been maybe four or five episodes so far. And I just look forward to it every week because this show is just so cool and, the last episode was super reminiscent of like a Raiders of the Lost Ark atmosphere. And it's just, the show is just so creative. I love it. And I highly recommend it for anybody who wants to watch it. They, they, I think they're calling it like a thriller, but it's kind of like thriller slash horror uh, mm. type thing. Anyway, mm -hmm. it's awesome. Thanks Sean for coming on. Well, thanks for having me everybody. Yes. Thanks, Beth. Thanks, Tanisha. Thank you, Sean. And thank you to the listeners for joining us on another episode of Two Props in a Pod. So thank you so much. And we'll see you with the next episode. Thanks.